would always be, you know, I guess a little bit of that curiosity of, you know, understanding. Let's put it this way. I love to see things break. <laughs> so it was always that fascination of what could break what. Okay. Uh, and then eventually was like, oops, I don't think I can quite put this back together again. <laughs> so there was always a little bit of that. Welcome to Scientists Are People Too, the show where scientists tell their stories. I'm your host, Zoe Ford, and this week I'll be chatting to Professor Veena Sajawala about breaking things, microfactories, and teeny urban mines. Veena's work focuses on transforming waste into a new generation of green materials. Veena has been coined as the woman who turns trash into treasure and is leading a war on electronic waste. So I'm Veena Sahajwala. I'm the director of the Smart Centre at UNSW, and I'm also an ARC laureate professor um, and um, I guess you can add another hat on. I've just taken on the role of uh, Director of uh, Circular Economy Network here in the state of New South Wales. So how did you first become interested in materials science or more specifically recycling science? Yeah, I, I always as a kid loved all kinds of stuff that were made out of all kinds of Materials. So there was always a little bit of that innate curiosity about materials and how they worked and, and just really how they were being used. So how do you think that curiosity shaped the research that you do now? Yeah, I guess you could say fundamentally, uh, you know, it kind of hasn't changed in yeah, that okay. way that I still love to be able to, when you think about recycling, um, you know, sometimes it's not as simple as just kind of converting a plastic bottle into another plastic bottle. Um, you have to be able to look at products um, in a completely different way because the products we use are really complex, like our e-waste, our electronic waste, our phones and computers. So, you know, recycling in a way cannot be seen in a traditional way, um, although it works really well for simple products like our water bottles um, and, and just simple glass. But beyond that, there's so much complexity in just about our everyday products that we've become so used to. So... What is the thing that you find most enjoyable or interesting about your work? Kind of what keeps driving you forward? You know, I mean, even if I look at uh, an example of uh, what what I was doing this morning, you know, that's that's a pretty cool example where a company came to me and, and wanted to talk about using recycled content in their business. And, you know, a, a one-hour meeting that went on into two hours, and that's why I'm late here. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. uh, but that was just an example of, you know, totally new ideas that every time I said, oh, we could make this or we could make that, and look, here's something we've produced out of, you know, using metals or waste um, plastics um, or glass. Um, they were so excited about how they could see this um, potentially being utilised in their business. So I think to me that's the most exciting part is, um, you know, you might be talking to people who don't necessarily know the underpinning science, but you have to first and foremost get them excited about what it is that matters to them. And I think when they see it from their point of view and they understand the benefits to their business, they naturally become more and more curious and they're naturally interested in the work. And I think really that's how a lot of these conversations happen. You know, regardless, you know, can see the value in what it could mean for their business, um, then it doesn't matter whether you're from a science background or not. You can see, you know, how you might be able to make a difference. Um, and I think that's really the best part when you can see people's eyes light up and the smile when they go, oh, yes, 
I can see our business using this. Yeah. I think to me, that's the best part of the job. That's so cool because it's a brand new material yeah, for a lot well, of people. I assume there's a, quite a few businesses out there that probably still haven't considered using non-virgin materials. Mm. And so it's a whole new landscape, I guess. Of It, it is. It is. It so is cool. indeed a whole new landscape. Because there are so many different products, I guess, that are produced that you can hypothetically recycle. There's a lot of problem solving, I assume, or like each different material has its own challenges and restraints. Yeah, absolutely. And it's about materials, but also it's all about the processing and how you actually make stuff. Um, so the manufacturing technologies that we're developing at UNSW, um, you know, our micro factories, and we launched the world's first e-waste micro factory last year at That's UNSW. And so for people who don't know what a micro factory is, what is a micro factory? Yeah, so a micro factory really is designed to be, you know, modular in nature, and it is able to operate um, on small capacities um, so that if you only had small volumes of materials, um, you're not spending huge amount of money in looking at traditional manufacturing processes being large, um, you know, not to mention uh, expensive to mm. invest in. Whereas a micro factory, if you can customize it to have smaller modular setups, then it can be quite affordable to set up. And you can imagine if you were running in, you know, remote um, regional communities, you don't necessarily have, you know, the capacity to operate. No one can afford to set up a large factory. Mm. Having micro factories where the main input feedstock is waste resources, um, then really your micro factories also, um, you know, sourcing locally available materials. So that's really what a micro factory is. It's about using, you know, predominantly resources that have come from, you know, local areas, local area. whether it's glass or textiles or, or indeed plastics. So speaking of micro factories, what does an average day of lab work look like for you? Ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there, there could be um, the start of the day where, you know, I'll have, you know, my, my students and staff and we'll talk about some new ideas in terms of research projects and programs that, you know, we're working on. And, and that will well happen at the finishing end of the day as well, because sometimes it could be I could throw out a few interesting ideas and people might want to come back and we have another session late night into the office. <laughs> so you can see the day is nicely kind of sandwiched <laughs> with science and, you know, technology at the start and equivalently at the end of the day, because I think everyone gets so super excited about all kinds of ideas that we throw around that one session is never enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to follow up. <laughs> it, there's got to be a follow up. Exactly. Uh, but I think, you know, in the middle of the day, I could have you know, meetings with people who might come and visit from industry, someone who's interested in, in, in the science and the technology that we're developing. Um, and, and I could have, you know, people who might be interested in, um, you know, talking to us um, for, for purposes of engaging with the community. So there could be, you know, might be media stories um, or, or there might be a journal who wants to um, have a chat. A lot of the new science and then the other part is really how we engage with the outside world, whether it is community or industries. Um, and it could be just about anybody in the world. Um, the last weekend I was up in uh, San Francisco, spent the weekend upon the invitation of Google. And Google That's had so cool. invited a whole bunch of, um, you know, people from across the world. And it was just 
a weekend at Google's. <laughs> <laughs> casually. <laughs> yeah, very casually. But I think to me that was, um, you know, an example of uh, how a day or a weekend might end up looking like, which is, uh, you know, so cool. you go for these things and you just never know what it could mean. Um, and I think in so many ways, that's really what some of the work has been about is you can do your work in your lab. Um, but I think that it's that engagement with people who see your work and get excited about it and want to engage further. Um, so I've had, you know, people who are from Berkeley who've written back going, you know, it was great to chat now, you know, we can continue that conversation. Yeah, that about, must be so rewarding. Oh, it totally is. It is absolutely incredibly fantastic. And it's nice to also, you know, when you travel overseas and you're asked to present your work, um, you know, around some of the new micro recycling science that we're developing and then leading on to the technology of microfactory, to be able to see how incredibly, you know, I guess privileged we are here at UNSW, where we get to not only develop the science and technology, uh, but right here at UNSW, we're operating our own microfactory. And I think to me, you know, the feedback from everyone in the world where I presented is that that is such an awesome thing to be able to do. So I think it's to me, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know what, it's only in Australia and only here at UNSW that I've ever seen you know, an example of something where you've literally taken something from, um, you know, figments of imagination when it first started yeah. out <laughs> to literally developing the science and then the technology and, and you know, starting yeah. to sow the seeds. Of it does seem like magic. I've seen videos. Oh, yeah. Like inside yeah. the lab of the phones being and then like a little um, yeah. an arm yes. coming down and separating different yes. components out. I'm like, right. Whoa, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, and you ain't seen nothing yet. You wait to see what else is coming down oh, the wow. pipeline. Because a lot of stuff we do where, you know, we might be producing some pretty cool metal alloys, for example. And I think to me that's the nice thing that, again, people kind of don't even realize that there's all these beautiful hidden gems in our electronic waste. The, the resources are literally there in our yeah. own little little urban minds and and minds that we have in our homes and our offices. So wow. <laughs> we're our, like our own little micro mine owners and these little yeah. micro minds. Everyone's got a little piece of the mine. Yes. Somewhere. Yes, yes, exactly. We can be part of that whole supply chain. Thank you for chatting to me. Thank and you so much for having me on and uh, really enjoyed uh, chatting with you.